Hello, hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome to the Luna Ashley Show. I'm Luna, your witchy BFF meets your online biz bestie. In this podcast, you're going to be getting all of the systems, the strategies, and the energetics that are necessary to build an aligned, heart-centered, six-figure business. So with that being said, pull up a seat, make yourself comfy, and we're going to deep dive into this episode. Well, hello, we are back. Episode 12, we are diving into the hanged man. And I'm going to be honest, this is one of my favorite cards. It is, guys, one of my favorites of the major arcana. It just speaks to me. So we're going to dive in. Hanged man, like the title says, we're going to be talking about stagnation. And if you have this card, I'm going to go ahead and encourage you to get it out. But before we dive in the caveat, make sure you go back, make sure you listen to the episodes leading up until this point. And yes, there was a little break there for a little bit, but if you scroll back far enough in the podcast, you will see when we started with the fool card. So we are journeying with the fool, This is called the fool's journey to completion to when we get to the world card and we're talking about how this applies to business we're talking about how we can look at where we've been and where we are going understanding where we're at to really make the best decision for not only ourselves but for our businesses so with that the hanged man let's talk about it we have a man who is suspended upside down his legs kind of make a figure a figure four there, at least in my deck. And again, I am using a writer weight based deck. So we're going to get into some of the meanings here. Typically speaking, his pants are going to be red. His shirt is going to be blue. In the original deck, he is blonde, which ties him to the fool in some ways. In my deck, he has brown hair. Uh, It has a halo, a halo around as well. So Okay, that's the description of our of our card, right? Some key terms, some key meanings that you're going to see. Stagnation, just like you saw in the title, right? And so this is really going to be the one to meditate with if you are feeling stagnant. And it is normal. This is a normal part. It is one of the archetypes. This archety- archetype specifically is indicating that there is a test of some kind. And we're going to dive a little bit more into that. But with this test that we are going to talk about, stagnation happens. So if that's where you were at, just know that it is part of the journey. It is something where we have all been, even if you see people who you see as super successful and they're just hustle and go all the time. I can guarantee you when they're self-reflecting in their heart of hearts, there are times that they have thought, wow, I'm feeling stagnant. There's some stagnation going on right now. How they move from that space, which we'll talk about, is key, right? But it happens to us all. So if you're here, I just want to welcome you if this is something that you are experiencing right now within your business. Okay, so the task here is changing one's ways and your insight and willingness to make a sacrifice, which we talked a little bit about in the previous card. We talked about balance and sacrifice came up a little bit, right? It's giving us this awareness in our previous card and the justice card where we're moving into is actually the death card, which I do not mean to scare you. If you're new to tarot, you might be like death card. 
the death card is less about physical death and much more about transition and transitioning from one state into another. So it's important to understand, right, that we just came from this place of, oh, there's an awareness that something is out of balance. What do I need to do to bring it into balance? Which then we come to the hangman, right? It's the test. Are we going to do the thing? And this is where the stagnation comes. Ooh, am I am I actually going to find the time to learn the skills to do my business? Ooh, that conversation wasn't so comfy or so easy, but am I still going to show up and do do the thing, right? Or would it be easier to just run away, right? An example here, but this is the test and there is, there is a sacrifice, generally speaking, right? Which then leads us into where we are going, and not to give too much away, right? But there is huge themes of transition once we move through this card. Okay, so there is a risk here. There's a risk with this card. And it's simply this, just hanging there. Again, the stagnation leading to a place of spinning your wheels, feeling like you are stuck, feeling like you're the hamster just running, right? And you are getting nowhere. Maybe you're running. Actually, that, you're like, oh, scratch. You might not feel like there's a lot of anything going on. Some of you might, might really resonate with that. Some of you, it's going to be more like you're feeling like you're in the quicksand, right? And you're just kind of sinking, okay? So that is a risk. That is a risk when we stay in the place of stagnation and don't take the movement necessary, which we are going to talk about. Okay. So with this guy, with this guy, with the stagnation, with indecision, you're going to get your three questions at least. We'll see what else. I always tell you guys three, usually more come out, but at least three questions to journal on at the end. And I'm going to give you an affirmation with this as well. Okay. So this card is ruled by water right? The element water is very much seen here. And so we're talking about the realms of the emotional space, right? So I want you to be paying attention to your emotions. If this card is coming up for you, well, obviously you're here, you're listening to this, but if I'm seeing stagnation, you're like, oh yeah, like this is a thing. I'm feeling indecisive. I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling like there is an awareness of what I need to do to come into balance, but actually doing it and putting the rubber to the road, like that feels hard and I'm not sure, etc. Okay. The, this is for you. Okay. Law of reversal. Let's just get right into it. Law of reversal. Law of reversal. This law, okay. Yes. Connected to the emotional realm. If we were just talking about this card connected to the emotional realm. So paying attention to the emotions. Because the law of reversal is going to tie in with us. The law of reversal tells us this. To change undesired outcomes, one must think, feel, and act opposite of them. So it's identifying, if you can, right, for you guys who previously, right, we talked about this in the justice card, about are you a thinker or are you a feeler? So some of you guys, if you're like, oh, no, I'm not an emotional person, it's okay, right? I want you to identify your thoughts. Like, what are your thoughts? Just noticing, being like, okay, is that really serving me? Is this something that I want to be thinking, looking at this? And then understanding when this when this card comes up and you're going, I'm feeling stagnant, I'm feeling blah, whatever it is, right? Indecision, indecisiveness. To go, okay, what needs to be reversed? And this is not a sexy answer, 
right? To go, okay, well, if I'm feeling like I am not making forward movement, right? And let's just use a very simple example. Let's say you have an online business and you know that short form videos are it, right? Like that, and right now, like that is a great way to reach people. It just is, but yet you're not doing it or you're not doing it consistently because there needs to be some type of schedule, right? And you're saying, and we talked about this, well, what are the goals for you? Yet you're saying, well, I want this to replace my full-time job. I want this to be how I get out of my nine to five, but yet we're sitting in this place of indecision. You see how the answer is simply to set the timer on your phone, create some structure, and you are going to create some content, and then you are going to post it. So you're doing the opposite of what you're doing right now. That sounds so well, duh. Well, obviously, of course, but it is the answer here as well. It sounds like that because this is an archetype. This is something that you've seen, I'm sure, even in your own life when you were a kiddo, right? Like, let's look at this. I'm a student in class, right? Who's not showing up to the class, who's skipping the classes and then is complaining that they don't understand the content. Okay, again, I'm doing a very simple example, right? Different than one that is showing up and, you know, and still still having trouble. We can still apply apply the idea though, right? Look at, okay, well, what is, what is going on here, right? Not going to class. What's the exact opposite? Let's go. Let's use the example of the student who is showing up to class, but isn't getting it. Okay, well, our questions, I'm just sitting there passively, right? Because again, we're at the hangman right now, right? And hangman says that there's stagnation of some kind, that there is inaction of some kind. So I'm using this to inform, right? So let's say this person said, well, I do go to class. I do show up. I am going to trainings, right? Well, the hangman kind of calls us out and says, well, there's something that's not happening. There is indecision of some kind. There is stagnation of some kind. So to this person, I would say, well, are you asking questions? Or are you just letting the information wash over you without putting it into practice? So then the law of reversal would say, okay, if I'm not, if I'm showing up, right, I'm sitting my butt down in, in the classroom or in the training or whatever, but I'm not asking questions. Maybe I'm not even getting my butt to training, okay? I'm going to reverse that. It's a simple shift, but it is powerful. Or I'm actually going to do the thing, or I'm going to ask questions, or I'm going to be in my mentor's inbox. Okay. Now, here's another example. So I've had this happen before. I think we all have anybody who's mentored anybody where I just use the example of I'm going to get into my mentor's inbox. There's also such a thing as using the mentor as your own intuition or as, hey, how does this look? Or what do you think of this without checking it against your own intuition and knowing and knowledge because you are the key, right? We talked about that. You have to know who you are, what your values are, what you stand for, right? You have to be that for you first and foremost. So there is such a thing as totally turning power over, right? So what would the law of reversal then be? It would be, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take action on my own intuitive yes and not seek permission from an outside source. But do you see how with this card, again, this is about self-leadership. Where are you? Where is the indecisiveness, stagnation, the lack of action? Where is that for you? And where from that previous card did you get an awareness of this needs to be brought in? This is the action that needs to be taken. Okay, cool. Now I'm aware of it. And I'm very aware, right? It's like as soon as you become aware 
of what needs to shift, you become aware that it's not shifted yet. And boom, here's the hangman. All right. So be thinking about this as we continue our chit chat, law of reversal, and how does that apply to you? That's kind of your bonus question. Um, law of reversal, again, to repeat, to change undesired outcomes, one must think, feel, and act opposite of them. Okay, this is the same reason why you'll see people who are all over the social medias, right? Like when live video on Facebook was really, really, really big. This is a great example. Or even now short form video. You'll see people once they get comfortable with it. So they, so, okay, let's back up. Law of reversal would say, if you haven't started a business, you haven't been creating content, you haven't, whatever, you start doing that, you're going to start seeing a different result, correct? I know you guys are with me. Okay, so at a certain point, someone gets super comfortable with that. They're very comfortable going live. They're very comfortable making short form video. They've gotten the results and now the results are just kind of where they're at. So the law of reversal doesn't say, well, to get more results, you just stop doing what God, no, 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 no. Do not take this. And some of you guys are adept at that, right? I mean, guilty as charged. Taking something that somebody says and bending it so far that it breaks, right? Like, do not take, that is not what I'm saying, right? If you know something works, Okay, yes, obviously keep doing that, but where is the next level of growth for you? It's kind of like that yoga class, right? Where you weren't even going to the yoga class and now you can do some great downward dogs and that's awesome. So that doesn't mean law of reversal, you stop going. No, it means, okay, maybe now we're gonna start learning sun salutation. We're gonna start moving through, using those downward dogs to get into a new pose, a new way of being, okay? So I want you to think about that because you might be like, well, I'm doing like all of this, but think about it. If you're, if you're saying that you've been consistent with it and it doesn't feel stretchy to you anymore, not stretch till you break, right? This isn't beginner yoga class and you're, you know, up swinging from the rafters. That's not what we're talking about. We're saying you've gotten comfortable with it. You're good at it. It doesn't feel like this thing of, I'm not sure where to hit the live button. And I'm not sure, you know, how to edit the reel or put the word, you got it. You could teach it probably, or if not teach it, you're comfortable enough with it that it's not this thing consuming your time anymore. So now, even though you're moving, right? And the argument could be made, well, I'm doing stuff. I'm this, I'm that. Yeah, but that's become your just normal. So for you, that's just your plateau. That's your hanging there, stagnation. This is what your normal is to get you what your now normal results are, which again is relative. So for some of you guys listening to this, it's really identifying, okay, well, now that this feels normal, it feels just a part of what I do day to day. How do I still grow within, remember justice, within the boundaries that I've set while still having my family being a priority, while still making sure my health is a priority, right? You've effectively made more room on your plate, right? So this card is different for everybody. And again, it comes back to self-leadership. You guys are seeing me talk more about that because really after we passed the hermit card, there is a level of self-reflection and self-knowledge that truly is required. And this is why even at the Hermit card, we talked about how, hey, if when I bring this up and you're like, oh, I'm not really sure where I'm at, go back and listen to that podcast. Go back to the Hermit. And you'll often see this even within fairy tale and folklore that when the hero forgets who he is and forgets what he stands for, and begins identifying with other people and what they believe, etc. Not that the hero can't align with people, right? That have similar values, goals, etc. 
but if he gets so lost in the sauce, he ends up back in the forest, finding that wise figure. So with that, I just want to point out, point that out really quickly that some of you guys are asking this, if you're just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I would either recommend going back to the hermit if you've listened to all of these or start back at the fool and begin the journey through and re-listen to the questions that you need to re-listen to, the meditations, like sprinkle meditations throughout, meditation ideas, and move your way here. Okay, so law reversal. We just chatted about that. Now, the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing, we're going to get into the questions here. And at the very end, I'm going to give you an affirmation. So the first question, what is your relationship with surrender? Because when we get to this point, Surrender is one of the words that I can, I, I love it. I love surrender. I think there's so much power in it. So often people will say, oh no, you know, surrender. You're just, you're saying, you know, I don't have control, but truly in saying that, okay, like my hands on this, we're not getting where we, we need to get. Like, I know that this is the next, this is the next step. You've been there, right? Where it's like, this is the next step. It's not comfy and cozy, but it's like, it's the only move that there is to make in this space it's surrender to the next step, that there is going to be a transition of some kind that will require something from you. But most often, it's going to be a surrender to the knowing that you have of the next step. Okay, now some of you guys, I hear it, you're like, well, I'm not sure what the next step is. And so this is also one of my favorite cards to point out that if you're not 100% certain, because who is, right? So when I say next step, what I mean is you just feel that little nudge, like, I think this is the right thing. It could be wrong, but I think this is the right thing. It feels more right, right? When we think about the scales, it feels a little bit more right than staying where I'm at, right? You guys who are really resonating with this, you know, that step over here, that surrender, which is a step, right? That feels better than just the indecisiveness. So from that space, you do have power, right? You have the power. Because again, if you don't, if you choose not to, you can stay just hanging there, stagnating, indecisiveness, turning in circles, okay? So what is your relationship with surrender? Do you just want to cling to it? Do you want to freeze? Do you want to say, just no, I don't want to do that thing, even though there's an awareness that something needs to shift? What is your relationship with surrender? And just journal to that a little bit and see what comes forward for you. And I'm going to go back to rabbit hole for just a second. Gotta love a neuro spicy brain. But if you are going, I really don't know what the next step is. You take the step that feels like it's the most right. Again, there might be some doubt. It's okay. Perfectionism is not required, right? You're human. It's okay to be human, to not have all the answers. I certainly don't have all the answers. What you, what I suggest is that you go, okay, this feels like it could be the next right step. And you take that step. If you want to get out of the hangman position, right? If you want to get out of the stagnation, out of the indecisiveness, and then that will become the next right step. It's like walking on these stepping stones and seeing in front of you, like maybe there's a couple different options, but that one rock looks just slightly more stable, right? Like maybe you like poked it with the stick, right? Like I see it's a little bit, maybe like a little wobbly. I don't know, might get a little in the water, but I can definitely get back up, right? Like it looks like it's probably the next, once you get there, it has become the next right step. So there is a level of, yes, self-trust here. Also, okay, again, we're pulling on some of the things that we've learned 
from the previous cards, from these previous archetypes to be able to move through this stagnation, to be able to move through this initiation, right? This test, because it really is. It's like, are you ready for all the good stuff that is to come, right? Because there is stuff coming. Keep in mind, where are we headed at the end? The world, the, the, the culmination of it all, of the things that we are, our sole purpose, right? Seeing that happen in the world, that this is part of the journey, the stagnation and that being a test. Will you stay there? Or will you risk, will you risk it, right? Will you risk the, oftentimes the pain, right? Of blooming, of figuring it out, of not having all the answers yet moving anyway, okay? All right, so what is your relationship with surrender? And then I gave you some bonus questions in there as well. All right, so your second, third question, I'm losing track, friends, but how do my perceptions lock me into an artificial reality? And how many of us have been here? It's our thoughts, it's our emotions, and all of a sudden it's like, am I even living in the real world? So let me point you, let me give you an example of this. I can almost guarantee there's someone who you can think of right now that you would say probably doesn't like you right? You're like, oh, okay, that doesn't, that person doesn't like me, but maybe they're really nice to you. You got your person, I think we, everybody has someone like that, right? But do you truly know what's going on in their head? I mean, honestly, do you really know, or is it what you've heard so-and-so say, or this, you know, and it's gossip, or it's this, or whatever. So this is a great example, right? Do I really know what's going on in another person's head? Is it really any of my business? How has my percep perception trapped me in some type of artificial reality of what other people think about me? And so this is what I think about them. And how is that rippling into your business, right? This also can be, and I see this often with online business, is getting into your head about how you are perceived on social media as well. Oh, they just don't want to hear about it again. They just don't want to, how do you know that? I mean, honestly, if they're still following you, they can hit the block button. They can hit the, the unfollow. And I'm not saying to go and spam your, your family and friends, but I'm saying to really examine the idea that you know what another person is thinking or what another person is perceiving of you. Because when we do this, we start to create this artificial reality and act out of it. Okay, so that is a very yummy question with a lot of tendrils. And I encourage you to sit down and look at that and go, okay, what have I artificially created in my head? And I can't tell you how many times, and I've been there. I'm like, well, this person doesn't look, doesn't like me because they gave me a look, right? And then later come to find out they were having a super hard time. It was never about me, right? And I don't know about you, but I've been on the receiving end of that too. It was like, oh, I just thought, you know, and I was going through something, you know, like I just was going through something. Didn't see the person. Side note, if I don't have my glasses on, I do not see you. And sometimes I will not see you, even, even if you're right there, if I'm like zoned in on, on something else. Gotta love anybody else. Well, I know listening to this, we've got some ADHD loves where it's like, if you're hyper-focused on something, you are just, you can be on a different stream of consciousness, right? So I've, I've been on both sides. So I want you to examine that for you and where you've created an artificial reality for yourself. And understand that other people are doing that for themselves and how that can really lock you into a space of stagnation, a space of indecision, a space of, I don't have choices. I don't have this. I don't whatever, right. Of not posting, right. Of not putting your light out there, your offerings out there in the world, because what will, you know, my great aunt Mary say, I could go on and on, but you guys catch my draft, journal on it and see what's coming forward and revisit it. All of these cards are not a one and done. 
you can journal to this today, have some type of interaction, right? And all of a sudden, it's like a new artificial reality is, is forming. Like there's something happening where you're going, okay, well, this happened or this person said that and it's sneaky. It comes up on us and it's like, wow. And then where did that belief come from? Okay. So look at that, especially if you're feeling stagnation and indecision, it can be a clue pointing you toward looking at your relationship with surrender and your own perceptions. One of my favorite affirmations, I'm going to give you one at the end, just like a little bonus one. Again, if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you've probably heard me say this by Marianne Williamson, very based in A Course in Miracles. But she says this, I am willing to see this differently. And that for me is one of the biggest gifts of this card. Or it can be a question, right? Am I willing to see this differently? If not, okay, cool. Then I'm going to be spinning my wheels for a while. So I like to make it as the affirmative, right? I am willing to see this differently. And if that doesn't feel quite reachable enough, I am willing to become willing to see this differently. Great perception shift. And again, this card is inviting you to shift your perception. All right, let's move into our fourth question, which ties into what I just said. What would happen? What would happen if I was willing to see the situation differently? Right. And I love to use this like with people specifically, whether it's a client that you think, you know, they, they, they're not ordering or they didn't buy this. So they don't like the story that you've built. What if you were willing to see it differently? The team member, oh, they just, they don't like me. They don't this, they don't whatever. Um, okay. Well, what if you were willing to see it differently? What if it wasn't about you? And I can guarantee, go read the four agreements. It is not about you. It truly is not about you. <laughs> All right. And there's caveats to that and all that, but just understand it is not about you. We really do live in a world of, of our own perceptions and our own projections. And when you understand that, you can move into the next card, right? We can continue the journey. And the hangman is a beautiful teacher for this, of the power of perception to get us into movement. Okay, so your fifth question, is this stagnation or indecision? And I never want anybody to listen to this and go, okay, well, stagnation or indecision is bad. No, it is actually necessary. It is part of the journey that allows us to make a centered decision. It's just we run the risk of when we stay there too long. When we begin to, and this can lead us to that victim mentality of, well, this is just the way it is. This is the way it goes for people like me. You know, just plateaus are normal, right? So you got to be mindful of that. But there is a difference. There's a difference between what I like to call a sacred pause or a sacred like, ooh, you know, let's look, let's look back at justice. I found that I'm feeling a little out of balance, some meditation work on it. And, you know, I'm not spending as much time with my family as I would like. It's one of my core values. So I'm going to sit and I'm going to pause for, you know, a moment, maybe you carve out some time and I'm going to look at my schedule. I'm going to just sit with this. Maybe you don't know what it is yet, right? Something's just feeling a little bit off. And so you take the pause, you take that sacred time and I am not saying, right? So here's where, where it can go. And I see people take this and they begin to cycle. Well, until I figure it out, I'm just not going to go to trainings. Well, until I figure it out, I'm just not going to work. Until I heal my inner child. Like it is the most taking this teaching and bending it until it's broken that I have ever seen. And I've seen multiple people do it. I've done it myself until I really was like, ooh, okay. Um, yeah, that's, that is not what this means. 
Okay, so do not mishear me. There is a difference between taking a sacred pause and a, hey, I'm aware of that there's something that needs to shift and there's something that needs to change and the power of my surrender, the power of, ooh, what is the next right step? Ooh, I'm not totally sure. It's okay to not have all the answers, right? This is where the other people go wrong. They want all the answers. They want to be feeling 100% motivated. They want to have some type of certainty. Let me tell you something. There's a whole lot more cards between this card and when we get to the world, the culmination of the desires and the soulful purpose, there's a whole lot more steps, okay? But again, this is part of what the hangman teaches us. And then when we get there, here's the thing for you guys who are leaders, etc. if you have people that are in this space or maybe pulling away or whatever, it's a world of their own perception. And here's the thing, you cannot save people from this. And so if you're listening to this and you're expecting to be safe, you're expecting that. This is a card where you are being invited deeper again into your self-leadership, into your self-knowing. And the closest that you could get to helping somebody through this is if they were willing to go back to the hermit phase and reach out and ask for help. But keep in mind, we talked about this within the hermit card, right? That you don't, it's about asking really good questions. It's not about giving answers. And like we've talked about each one of these cards, everybody's going to find a different answer for them. We're going to see several, we're going to see themes, right? Like this theme, it's the initiation, it's the test, it's stagnation, but that's going to look different for everybody, right? And where, where they're at. So I just want to empower you to that. And also for you guys who are leaders, this isn't something to go, Hey, like, I see that you're not on the training. I see that you're not done it. You're in your hangman phase. Um, you just need to take some action. I can tell you that people who are cycling do not want to hear that. And that can actually make them stay there longer. And you don't know what someone else needs, right? It's that world of perception again and what lessons that they need to learn. So again, there is something very beautiful about the sacred pause and just knowing that when you are, and I would, and I would venture to say even before you are ready, as long as you know that, hey, I'm going to take this step and there are no guarantees because that's part of the journey, right? That is part of the journey that there are no guarantees. All I can do is look at my path. And again, I want you to envision this with me. You've got the fool, right? The main character, you, main character energy, trying to go across this stream. And there's just these rocks and boulders and some are slick with moss and water. And you're just navigating your way across. And you see those people on the other side and they've done it, but there's a ton and everybody did it differently. Some people would step on a rock and they'd fall. Other people step on the same one, and they'd be fine. So all you can do is look where you're at, right? And at this point, you, you have begun, you, you are in the middle, you're not turning back, right? Your only choice is to stay where you're at or to take a, a move forward. That is literally the energy of the hangman. You can either stay where you're at, go in, this is super uncomfortable. I'm losing the feeling in my legs. Like you can keep, you can keep staying there. Or, or you look and go, what looks like it would be the best decision for me and make that move and make that step. Okay, so. That was your fourth, fifth question. Man, I'm giving you like bonus questions here. All right, so we are going to close this out with an affirmation. With an affirmation. So we talked about this. We talked about being open. I'm going to preface this. We talked about being open to a new perception, right? A perception that really, yes, it's yours, but it's it's guided. It's guided by a higher power. It's not in this space of, because our ego wants, wants the certainty. Wants, that's the step. That's the rock to step onto, right? That's the sexy answer. That's what sells, right? You see the coaches and the guru do step one, two, and three, and you'll get this result, but it really doesn't work that way. We can give archetypes. We can give plans. We can say, you know, hey, 
this has worked for me. Let me offer some advice. Um, you know what would help you cross? Making sure that um, you're you're looking for rocks that aren't slick with mud and yuck and gunk, right? Like we can give some basic guidelines, right? And be there to help encourage, etc. But your perception is key before I give you this affirmation. So here it is. I see the world in a new way. I have surrendered my worldview. And by that, it's the ego's worldview of that I need to have all the answers to move. And you could even say that. I surrender the need to have all the answers to move. Ooh, it's good. It's good. All right. So my friends, thank you for being here. That's the hanged man energy. Keeping in mind, I just want to circle back to this. It is okay to pause. It is okay to say, you know, I've got to get a little bit more information before making the next move, but understanding that you don't have to have all the answers to make your next move and move out of this card and into the card that we are getting ready to move into again, which is going to be the death card where we are moving into a new phase, into a transition where we are really crossing over a threshold into a new iteration of who you are. So it's a sacred spot where you're at right now. And if you are ready, Take a look and see what's the next right step. Ask for help if you need it. I am cheering you on, sending you so much love. Thank you for being here and I will see you on the next podcast. Bye guys.